to the relief of many, the Bank of Canada announced they were going to hold the line, right? We're going to stay at 5%, which, you know, I mean, all things considered is a pretty big change for a lot of people. And for a lot of people, they've never seen rates that high. It's been 22 years, I think. Yeah, 22 years since we saw interest rates that high for a good long while, a couple of decades. Uh, interest rates have been incredibly low. Of course, there's a lot of you in the audience will say, hey, I remember when I bought my house. You know, it was flirting with 20%. So, yeah, I mean, it has been much higher. But I think we got used to um, um, the conditions where money was really, really cheap. And this changed things drastically because it essentially went from 0 to 5% in a pretty short amount of time, about a year and a half, uh, as the Bank of Canada tried to rein in inflation. And it's meant a lot of hardship for a lot of people. Now, the question is... Um, will they come down? Some people say, yeah, eventually, of course they will. But the Bank of Canada saying yesterday, yeah, don't count on that, at least not anytime soon. And you know what? Depending on what happens in the next couple of inflationary reports, we may have to raise them yet again. So this may not be the top, and don't start looking for the bottom yet. So there's a lot that's going into here, but at least we know we've got a reprieve for another month. Um, but let's get some insight as to what we learned and what we can expect. We're going to speak with Adam Jacobs, who is the Senior National Director uh, and does research for Colliers. Um, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks, Shay. I, bl- I believe we had a similar conversation about three months ago, so uh, <laughs> glad, right. glad to be back on the same topic. I think you're right, and it's sort of we're. And you know what's interesting, Adam, is for the longest time we didn't care, we didn't pay attention to the bank rate. It stayed pretty constant. It stayed low. Nobody talked about it much. Now, it's sort of a much anticipated monthly event that we're all paying attention to. Absolutely, I say when when I started working in real estate, I. I this was not a big deal. No. Now I have it penciled into my calendar. We, we need to send all company emails. We need to update everyone. Uh, every What is the Bank of Canada thinking? It's it's really, yeah, it's become a huge story unto itself. But, like, understandably, it, it has a huge effect on the real estate market. Like, it's just, we. You're, I agree with you. We get, we got used to maybe too low for too long. But uh, we're, we're kind of in uncharted territory here. What's your reaction to what we saw yesterday? I mean, how, how do you view it? Uh, 5% we're going to stay there for at least another month. What's your take? Uh, I, th- I think that was fairly expected. Yep. Uh, they always have this sort of preview and prediction, and the analysts say this or that. And they they were looking at things like GDP is is going down. It's not even just leveling off, like it's actually going negative. And then unemployment, uh, which was so strong for so long, that was the most kind of confounding part of we, we kept saying recession coming and then record employment month after month. We've started to see the weakness there. It, uh, unemployment is is going up. It's It's only going up a little, but it's been three months now of it's going up. So I think they look at that and say, okay, maybe this is having the effect. Maybe it took longer than we expected, but you're starting to see some of those um, signs of weakness in, in the economy. So I think that's why they they took their foot off the gas a bit. Yeah, and that's an important point because we always talk about inflation and this is the you know the lever they pull to try and get inflation down into that target range. But there's more than just inflation that goes into it. But, you know, like they said, we're at slightly outside of the target range still at this point. And if it goes up again... The inflation rate, that's what they're working on. If that goes up again, you could possibly see more hikes. How likely do you think that is? I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I think that's that's possible. They certainly didn't rule it out um, even this year. And there's still, yeah, in, in 
inflation is still high. I mean, I think we can all agree, like, go try to rent an apartment or buy groceries or anything. I, I don't think anyone would say inflation is done. And there's more data they're going to get on consumer spending, job market, housing costs. And uh, I don't think it's impossible. I feel like I always say after last year, I I will no longer say anything is impossible in the race yeah. world because that that was never supposed to happen. And it did. So when people say, can rates really go up from five to six percent? Maybe. Um, I, I hope they don't for our business, but I, I don't think that's impossible. Hey, Adam, I wanted to ask you because, you know, we've always had this relationship. Bank of Canada is sort of an independent entity. Politics didn't really get involved in it, but those days seem to be behind us. Of course, Pierre Polyev has been railing against the bank for months. Uh, and just prior to this, uh, you know, anticipated announcement yesterday, uh, we had Doug Ford, the Premier of Ontario. We also had the Premier of British Columbia coming out and saying, hey, the bank needs to stop. I mean, it's stuff we haven't typically seen. How impactful do you think it is when politicians start to speak about what the Bank of Canada should be doing? Yeah, I I, I don't know if it, um, I don't know how they make their decisions, but I think it is a change of tone. And I, I was joking, like, I don't think there's that much that David Ebby and Doug Ford agree on. They're, right. they're no. on the opposite <laughs> ends of this, but this is the one thing they can agree is sort of stop the madness with the bank. Um, I, I don't know that that really influences their decision making. I think they're supposed to be insulated. It's probably good that they're insulated. Um, you don't want, you know, this to be a completely political decision. I think that that doesn't work out well. And if you look at maybe some other countries where it is more of a political decision, mm-hmm. that causes its own problems. But I think it's more just an indicator of like, hey, if this is bubbling up to the level where some powerful premiers are publicly saying stop, um, then there must be a lot of unhappiness at, you know, from their ministers, yeah, sure. from their constituents. Like, it, 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 it's a sign that, like, wow, this has gone on for a while. And I think that just the fact that they're raising their voice kind of surprised me a bit and makes me think, okay, there's a lot of unhappiness out there. Yeah, they're feeling some pressure. They, they, they felt they had to say something. Um, and like we said, it's inflation we look at. You mentioned GDP, of course, unemployment, that's one. What goes on in the bond market sort of influences it? And I don't think, I mean, for a guy like me, I don't even know what the bond market is, but you point out in some of the notes that you sent along that we're starting to see some change there in the past few months. What's going on and what does that tell us about, you know, the economy and what might happen when it comes to interest rates? Yeah. And I, when I say the bond market, I mostly just mean like the cost of borrowing. Uh, that's and ultimately the bond market kind of determines what's your mortgage rate and, and a lot of other things. Um, but for a long time this year, the Bank of Canada was raising rates and we were looking at the actual bond market and saying there isn't really doesn't seem to be that much of an effect. Like it's not like the cost of borrowing has gone up that much. But in the last three months, it, it really has. Like, I think for a while, there was always some explanation of maybe they're going to cut rates or there was that situation in the U.S. where there were like bank failures and that, and then maybe they're going to cut rates because of that or something. Like, there was always some mm-hmm. just around the corner hope. And it, it starts to feel like now, um, you know, the Bank of Canada isn't talking about cutting rates this year. And I think everyone's kind of accepted, like, this, yeah. this is where we are. And you're starting to see it a little bit in the, like, the cost of borrowing is is still going up where even six months ago i could say yeah you know it's it's pretty flat it hasn't changed for a while i'm not sure this is having a huge effect but but just since maybe like june we're starting to see okay the the cost is going up a little bit each month which means the market thinks okay maybe higher rates are are here to stay and again i don't know what stay means i don't know if that means one year (laughs) or five years or whatever but there have been times in the past where rates stayed high for 
you know, a couple for years. Yeah. I, I think oh, we sure. all assume, okay, the rate cut is right around the corner. As soon as everything's done, they're going to go back to zero. Uh, I, I'm not sure I agree with that view right now. Well, it's interesting, Adam, because, I mean, the bank keeps saying, hey, don't be looking for that. That's not going to be happening, at least not anytime soon. Eventually, rates will come down, but we're not saying expect it. But we saw a report from, uh, I think it was Remax, their their fall update, and, you know, the number of Canadians who say, yeah, we're just going to we're gonna wait it out for a little while because rates are going to come down. There seems to be this perception out there that eventually... Um, you know, and not not too far off in the future. I think a lot of them are talking, you know, within a few months or a year at the most, they're going to see rates coming back down. And to me, it's kind of like, that's not how it works typically. They'll come down, but they're not going to come back down to zero. And it may take a lot longer than you're thinking it will. Well, and I think this whole experience with inflation that we all just went through, which was, which was a little bit nuts, uh, I don't think anyone wants a repeat of that. I think the last thing the bank wants is, okay, we finally restored order now cut rates and inflation is right back and we have to go through this whole thing all over again. I mean, they, they would, they, they can't have that happen. So I think there's going to be a little hesitation there, but I understand people in the housing market saying like, look, this is the worst possible time to buy. Why am I buying now when prices are still so high and rates are so high? Like the, the, I just can't make this work. I'm just going to wait till next yeah. year and something's got to give. I mean, the question for us is, are the prices going to give like the rates have obviously gone up, go, shop around with a mortgage broker like they're just up and there's no way around it but the prices like they've come down a bit but i i think a lot of people thought they would have come down more given you know if i told you rates went up from zero to five you would have said wow the market would the housing market would just be really burned by that and it's like okay it's gone down a bit maybe more in some markets but we just haven't seen that like huge you know, huge change in the housing market just yet. No, it hasn't happened yet. But I mean, definitely, like you say, things are changing a bit there. Um, Adam, again, thank you so much for joining us. Always appreciate your time.